Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Maria Bartoloni. Maria was born and raised in Manchester City, England, where there were plenty of diversity in subject matter to choose from. She has been drawing, sketching, and painting since the age of five, and she can't count the many sketchbooks, pencils, rubbers in particular, and tubes of paint that she has gotten through over the many years. Well, good morning, Maria, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Uh, Good morning to you, too. Yes, yes, I was born, I was born and raised in Manchester City, as you know. Uh, Started painting and sketching from a very early age. Uh, Many of my early attempts graced school walls and corridors, taking first prize in many a school art contest. I'm mostly self-taught, apart from going to to a few classes, night classes, to boost my skills in the art of perspective and the many different tonal values and shading. As I became more skilled, I went to have I went to have many successful exhibitions throughout Manchester, exhibiting many uh, mainly in local galleries, cafes, banks and many other establishments. Uh, that of course brought a lot of interest to my work and many commissions and sales. Uh, Since moving to Blackpool, I've continued exhibiting successfully in local libraries, with more sales and commissions to to follow. Uh, I've also taken part in group exhibitions in in London, uh, one which is called the Open Open Exhibition, at the Swiss Cottage Gallery, inside the Swiss Cottage Library. Uh, That took place in 2014. Also, in the same year, uh, I exhibited in the... It was called the Something Wicked Art Exhibition, which was hosted by Side Street Studios, uh, Elgin, Chicago, in honour of Sir Edgar Allan Poe. Also, this this year, uh, on the 28th of the 1st, running until the 18th of the 3rd, uh, I exhibited in in the central in central Blackpool Grundy Art Gallery. Uh, it was a group exhibition which drew artists from all over Blackpool. Mm-hmm. And um, that that's about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you stay very busy, Maria. Yes, I, I have. <laughs> I have. Well, let's uh, tell the audience then, uh, where do you get the inspiration for your art? And then uh, walk us through how you go about creating your art. 
Um, uh, what what uh, what actually drew me to art? Uh, I was always fascinated by the many different aspects that it takes, such as perspective, tones, various lights and shades of a subject, and how how the light played on them, and many many different textures. Uh, I love playing around with colour and texture in an attempt to create a- atmosphere and realism in every piece I embark on. Like if it, like if it's if I'm doing, say, a landscape, and the sun's dappling through the trees on the path, I love fiddling around trying to get that, you know, and get as much realism mm-hmm. into that as I possibly can. And. Um, you know, I, I I do sometimes I do portraiture, and I like the way that sometimes the light plays on on the face in certain aspects. So, Maria, in your uh, bio, I notice it says that you uh, use photographs uh, for your for your painting and references for your paintings. So yes. you go you you keep a photo. Or a, you keep a camera with you uh, most of the time then? I do. I keep a camera everywhere I go. And if I see a scene of interest, what really interests me, and um, I always take take a snap, one or two snaps of, of what's what interests me. I get it developed, mm-hmm. and I, work, I, work, I have a home studio. Actually, I've turned, mm-hmm. I've turned my bedroom into a studio, my front bedroom, and I work. I get to work on it from there. Yeah, I've, I've, I have a vast array of photographs, collection of photographs that are built up from over many years whilst on vacation. Mm. Uh, firstly, I'll look carefully at the scene and its composition. I'll normally start with the sky mixing many different shades of blue, or if it's a stormy or cloudy sky, I'll mix uh, various shades of grey, mainly Payne's grey with white. Mm -hmm. I'll also select the type of brushes I will need um, uh, later on in the subject. If it's a piece which involves a lot of technical aspects, of course, um, various ang- at various angles, I'll start drawing a, a grid. I'll put a grid in first, and then I'll try to fit the co- me- measure the composition into the grid, so as so that I'll be as accurate as possible. Then I'll take I'll take the various lights and darks, the shading, and build on the subject from there. And you know, build build it up, build it up from there, and see see what mm-hmm. comes out of it. Uh, if if it becomes, if I do overwork it, I'll just start again. I'll start again as many many times as possible until I get the whole thing right. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll try I'll I'll try and get as much ac- accurate realism as I possibly can into my work. I always strive for that, and um, you know I always try and get the best out of best out of what I do, 
as I say, I like to play around with colours and experiments. If if one thing doesn't work, I'll try another. Well, what's your medium of choice uh, for your painting? Well, I I like gouache. I find gouache very good to work with. It's it um, brings. I find it more than ordinary watercolours, more than student watercolours, and other other watercolours, gouache is kind of special. It brings it brings a life out. It brings a life to a painting. But I also like oil. Even though it's a bit messy and smelly, oil, oil, but um, <laughs> I do like it because it's very, as I say, it's very flexible. If you make a mistake, you can always rub that out. Whereas with, with gouache, I will admit that you can't, or any any watercolours, or particularly acrylics, you can't uh, erase a mistake like you can with oils. So I do like oils, and also oils do have a vibrancy as well that bring bring a paint into life. So I would I would say gouache and oils are my favourite medium, but I work with many okay. mediums. I work I work with pastel. Uh, oil pastel, and sometimes uh, I, I mainly do mixed media paintings. You know, if I um, mm. if I'm working with gouache, and if there's a, if say there's a scene with grass or the texture of a bark mm-hmm. of a tree, I'll I'll do mm-hmm. I'll go over, I'll do that with oil crayons as well, oil pastels mm. to create the texture. If, particularly if it's grass, that always works very well. You know, it creates a nice texture. You know, you know when you get little tufts of grass and things, you can you mm-hmm. can do that with um, oil pastels better, rather rather than the the actual gouache itself. I find. Mm-hmm. And and also the sky, I I like to. I like to use gouache and sometimes smooth pastel to get the clouds. You know, I usually do do that with my thing, fingers. Mm. You know, rub, rub the clouds in and work round them with mm-hmm. with the gouache as well. So I I find that works. Mm-hmm. And um, I like you know I. When I'm, I'm, I don't particularly like doing anything fine, you know. Like if I say, oh, mm. how can I say it? Very fine branches in the distance. I don't particularly like that really because I um, <laughs> it's always I tend to always blob anything like that, so I I have to keep rubbing it out and trying again. But in the end, I get there. With a with a very, I've got to use a very fine brush, and it's it's quite hard mm-hmm. to hold hold the brush while you're trying to concentrate mm-hmm. on doing the doing the um, branch because you haven't you my fingers tend to shake sometimes when I'm trying mm-hmm. to get it that accurate that my fingers tend to shake. <laughs> but uh, I, I like I like the many challenges that um, landscape painting brings and I mean I do as I say I do 
um, portraiture, and I have done anim animal paintings, but my spe I do specialise in landscapes. I do prefer that better, and seascapes. I've even I've done cityscapes as well. You know, I, I like I like those sorts of things better than actual portraiture or paint or painting animals. So Maria, it sounds like you uh it's quite an involvement in, in creating your art. On average, how long does it normally take you to finish a painting from start to finish? Uh, well, on, on average, it takes me about um, about three to four weeks, mm -hmm. Depend, depending on what it is, really, depending on the subject. You know, if it's a, if it's a portrait, it might take me a bit longer, it might take me five or six, you know, or if it's a, if it's a very big scene, it might, might take me five or six weeks, but on average, it takes me about three to four weeks to complete. That's working steadily a couple of hours each day. Well, Maria, is there another artist or someone who's had a big influence on your artistic life? Uh, yes. It has, it's got to be Constable. Con uh, Const Constable, the English landscape artist. I, I absolutely love his work. Uh, I like mm -hmm. I like his sense of realism and the dramatic landscapes that he always created. As I say, I'm I'm, I'm still striving to aspire to him. And I do I do have another favourite as well. Uh, it's the American artist and landscape painter. His name's Frederick Edwin Church uh, from mm -hmm. Hartford, Connecticut. I especially love his dramatic paintings my one of my favorites is the heart of the andes and and another one is niagara falls but to name a few of his um i, I, re I really do love their paintings and as i say I'd, lo I'd love one day to be like them in my work or or like to think i was like them anyway but it just depends who's viewing my work and what they see in it, you know. Well, Maria, I think your work is very good. Uh, we enjoy your landscapes here. Oh, thank and you. We're, you're welcome, and we're about halfway through the show. I think this is a great time to take a commercial break, and then when we come back, we'll uh, we'll talk about two or three of your landscape paintings that you have here on the gallery. Right, thank you. Okay. Well, I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Maria Bartoloni's artwork by going to contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, click on the Search by Artist tab, then click on the Featured Artist tab, and then scroll down to Maria Bartoloni's name. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, Click on the Artist Member Quarter tab at the bottom of the home page and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process. And if you're a designer or an architect, or if you're just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. 
You can search by style, medium, color, size, and, of course, by the individual artist. And, again, to view Maria Bertoloni's beautiful art, just click on the search gallery under the artist tab, go to search gallery artist, featured artist, and then follow that down to Maria Bertoloni's name. Well, Maria, let's talk about uh, one of the uh, landscape pieces you have on the gallery is is called Town Beach and Suspension Bridge. Tell the audience about that piece. Um, well, I was really inspired by by the um, the scene, the Satuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, I was on the beach uh, one day, mm-hmm. and it was a lovely day. It was a, the sky was a, bril- a brilliant blue with lots of clouds in. And I, I managed to get my camera positioned so that I could get the two cliffs in, which led, the way it looked, the scene, it looked as though it was leading you into the sea. And I thought, I thought it had a really romantic quality to it. And the sky was kind of, the, the clouds were like going down into the sea. And it really, it really looked lovely, so I, I snapped it, I took it, and when I mm-hmm. got it home, well, I got to work on it right away, and I did, I did it, I did it in oils, and it turned out, I thought, re- really well. I got the sky right, you know, and the, and the clouds, and it was, it was really, I, I thought, of a, a very nice scene. I try. I tried to get the sense of distance as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in going, make it look as though it was going into the sea, and to to take the viewer, to take the viewer that way. Uh, I also enjoyed uh, doing the craggy cliffs. What I did was I put I put layer after layer of oil oil paint on, so that the cliffs. I got them really, really craggy, made them actually look like that, and built the texture up from that. And uh, I really, I had to be really quite. Pre- it was difficult to be quite pre- precise with the two houses at the top. Um, mm-hmm. That was uh, that was difficult because I had to find a find a brush that was adequate to do it with, and it's quite it was quite precise work. But I'm, I managed it in the end. Built, I like, I like particularly like doing the sand at the bottom, and looking as you look in at, in the water into the sand, as well. Mm-hmm. You know the and the various different aspects of the sea, the co- the colours and the shadows of the cliffs, in you know the sea in between the cliffs. There was all like little waves and. There was a shadow, and you could and you could see un, under the sea. I like I like doing that, and the lights, the way the lights and clouds played on the sea as well. I like doing. You know, I like getting the reflections in the water, water when I, I do scenes like that, and mix, mix many many different colours to Payne's grey and. Other colours to get to get that just correct. 
I try to be as accurate as possible with it. Well, it's a very beautiful painting, and I do love the detail. Yes, I try to get as much much detail as in as I possibly can. I, I love I love to be I'm I'm quite a realist and I love I love detail. <laughs> I love I love really detailed paintings. So that suspension like bridge was just built to connect those two homes. Yes. Are those two yes. cliffs? <laughs> wow. <laughs> there was there was some the. I believe, from what I was told, there was somebody living in both of them then. They've changed hands since. But I, um, mm-hmm. I, I, often, I often wondered how they went on living up there, you know. <laughs> that had to have been an expensive project to have built that bridge. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how much it cost to build. To build <laughs> but... Um, but uh, it, mu- it must have been. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I like, I like, as I say, I like Cornwall and Saint Ives. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I um, used to exhibit in a, in two galleries within Cornwall, or, well, within Saint Ives itself. They, they, they used, they used to have a lot of them are closed down now. But they, they used to have forty galleries there at one time. Oh wow! And I I exhibited quite successfully in two of them, but sadly now the clo the the two of them have closed down now because the owners have retired. But I did quite well. Mm-hmm. I got I got quite a few sales and commissions from that. Mhm. And um. Well, that town beach is a very beautiful painting, and I just love the detail that. Into that painting, it, it does look like uh, almost like a photograph. It is so realistic. Yes, uh, well, I, like I say, I like to I like to build it up. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I particularly like doing the mount the um, the cliffs. I was I was build, build mm-hmm. love to build build layers up layers of oil paints and. Really make build the cracks into it to make you know to make it look more more detailed, more, as as though it's coming to life. Mm-hmm. And the, as I say, right. I, I like doing doing water, the reflections and things, mm-hmm. and the way the clouds play and play on the colour of the sea. You know, make the because you do get different different hues. Colours in the sea, depending on the sky, don't you really? Mm-hmm. And that's that's yeah. what I like to to um, uh, do, implement in my paintings. Well, Maria, you did a great job with that. And then another painting that uh, I love we have here is called Ben Nevis Mountain Range in Scotland. Uh, tell the oh, audience yes. about that piece. Well, that was I. I got up one morning very early, about half past seven, and I went out, and it was um, <clears throat> it was along uh, Loch Linnet, and there was the mount, uh, mountain range in Ben Nevis, so I decided to snap that, and I really I, I really 
what I like doing is the hill, the mountains, you know, and, and the sky. I like the way the sky plays down on them, you know, the mist and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it, was re- it was really quite nice, you know, the, the way the sky where the clouds were playing on the on the mountains coming you know, I was how they rolled down. And I like the colours as well within it. You know, and, and I like to build up on the mountains. So I, I build I build them the colour up in layers. Put la- layers of gouache on and uh various other colours to get to make the mountains up. Well, it is a very uh, detailed um, picture as well. I love the the snow capped mountain range and the background, yeah. and then the the water that's in the foreground of that painting. Yes, yes. I, I like, as I say, I like to take a lot of time doing doing the water. Mm-hmm. Um. I like uh, to mix a lot of colours and examine the subject and see see the type of colours to make the reflections. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I like I liked I like doing that painting. I really enjoyed it, and I I like the the sense. I like to get a sense of distance. You know, if there's mm-hmm. any um mountain ranges in in the distance uh, you know to do them I, I like doing them in a, a wheat wash say a Payne's gray you know you know when you see hills uh, they mm-hmm. they they go kind of purplish in the distance well, I, I like using Payne's gray to emphasize that and do a, do a very weak wash to make to make them seem as Seem as though they're going into the distance, and then mm-hmm. with the near, nearer nearer hills, you know, I make obviously I do I do I make a stronger colour, and mm-hmm. make you know use stronger colours to make to make a contrast, you know, like right. build a contrast up. Yes, I enjoyed doing that one. I enjoy doing them all. <laughs> No, no matter no matter what challenge there is in in any landscape or 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 any subject I'm doing, I I always relish it. Well, Maria, you also have a piece that I find very fascinating. It's titled "Hell's Mouth," and that is in Cornwall. Tell us about that piece. Oh, Hell's Mouth. Oh, yes. Um. Well. Uh, that that was taken en route to Cornwall, and the coach driver stopped. And it was on a, it must have been hundreds of feet up. We were stopped, we stopped right on the cliff edge, but but there was mm-hmm. there was of course a barrier there, mm-hmm. and um, he said we could take a few photos. Well, I I leaned, I leaned, got fairly close to the barrier and leaned right over. And and to to this this wonderful scene of the um, and it's called called Hell's Mouth. Um, there is, however, a story to it. Um, mm-hmm. There was a land a landlord there, a landowner, and he used to 
he used to ill-treat his employees and cheat them out of wa- out of their wages and things. Well, one one day, they all all plotted against him. They all started plotting against him, and they threw him. This this is how what how the story goes. They threw him over the cliff, and he screamed he screamed that loudly that. It was it was said that his screams could be heard from from there, right right into hell, and that's how it was how it got called Hell's Mouth. <laughs> and that's the story anyway that the coach drivers uh, told. <laughs> Whether it's true or not, I don't, I don't know. But I, as I say, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but as I say, I, I enjoyed doing that in oils. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to build. The sea. I, I wanted to build a sense of um, distance, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the sea and, and the backdrop of the sea and everything. Yes, I really enjoyed doing that one, and I enjoyed the story too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a very beautiful painting, and I, you do a great job. I do like the painting a 3d effect in the way that the you do the foreground and then you fade out as as the distance you you make the distance appear in the painting yes i like i like the challenge of doing that i like to you know if there's something nearby you know i like to do and there's something in the distance i like this to get the scale of it you know scale it mm-hmm. and Right. And try and try and get that as accurate as possible. You know, I like the challenge of do, I like something with a challenge with a bit of an, an handle to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that that's what I like. I try and get um, I try and take snaps of subjects that and I know will interest me and interest interest anybody looking at them you know i try and get mm-hmm. i like to get subjects with an, an handle to them say i'm looking over a cliff and i can get a mm-hmm. sense of distance or or what whatever you know i, I, I don't like too flat a subject so that you know that that's how i like to work <laughs> you do an awesome job with that maria uh your landscapes are just phenomenal and we just love them here at the gallery and i encourage the listeners to come to the gallery and take a look at your landscapes there they're very 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 good yes oh thank you well and it's just been a pleasure having you on the show today maria uh thank you for coming on uh an artist speaks Thank you. It's been my pleasure. I'm very honoured and I've really enjoyed speaking to you and speaking on the show. Yes. And we really enjoyed uh, speaking with you, Maria, and look forward to uh, seeing more of your art here on the gallery. Yes, I'd love to. And I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Maria Bertoloni's Stunning Art, to listen to this interview, and, of course, purchase some of Maria's art, visit us at ContemporaryArtGallery.online.com. 
I want to let all of the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery Online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. And you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions while you're there as well. And if you're an architect, interior designer, or just a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and view some of the most exciting original art that you can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll meet again in two weeks, but next week at this time, we'll be sure to listen to our show, The Business of Art, hosted by artist and published author Sharon Hawkshaw, as she shares tips and ideas on how artists can grow their business. Again, thank you for listening to us today, and have a great rest of your weekend.